Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, I got to tell everybody Wednesdays. That's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, it's. This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they are in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody. You just heard Mike with the intro you've heard at least 10 times in season three. But hey, that's what we do. We are consistent at Craft Beer Bucket List, and you are consistent as well. Thank you for tuning in to yet another fantastic episode of your favorite craft beer review podcast. I'm your host, Biggest Ray Ray. We've also got our other host, Mike, and he's going to say hi. Am I am I medium medium Mike? Is that right? Yes. Was that, that like yeah. medium Mike? Anyway, I, yeah, I no, believe that's right. Sure. Well, yeah. dude, I, I tell you what, I know you've had a rough day. It's been a rough day here. Um, I'm looking forward to having some beers. Yeah, talking about some beers, taking notes on some beers. You know, pairing our songs with beers, mm. and then coming yeah. full circle and having a beer. Absolutely right. It shall begin with beer, uh, and it shall end with beer. And in no way is that a bad thing at all. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So uh, who do we got for our social media shout outs this week? Oh, man, I love social media shout outs. So a, a couple of, of these folks we've actually had as guests on the podcast. But, man, you know, we, we got to say thank you to uh, Beer Babe Jess. I mean, she is always – I think she likes literally every post that we put up. And uh, she shares our stories and stuff a lot. So that just means the world to me that an influencer like her, you know, gets into our stuff and it follows along. And also our friend Hoppy Hayes. Um, she's always, you know, since the very beginning, you know, 
some time ago, which is very supportive. You know, we actually got to meet her in person in Charlotte. Um, and still another awesome beer influencer. And it's like, man, they, uh, they, they totally are just supporting what we do. And, uh, I really appreciate that. And also, uh, a shout out to, uh, Hulu brew crew. Who knew Hulu brew crew? I bet a lot of people Did know you? the Hulu brew crew. Yeah. We can make so many rhymes with that, like all day. Yeah, so it's 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 who like Houston H O U Lou like Louisville L O U Brew Crew. So it's Hulu Brew Crew. How yeah. loud Brew Crew? No, Hulu Brew Crew. I think Hulu. It, it'd have to be because it all rhymes. It's like yeah, it's fantastic. That's good, yeah, that's good. It's almost as good as Crap Beer Bucket List. Almost. That that's yeah. just. I think that's impossible to beat. Not that I'm partial to our name, but you know, I kind of am. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew the Hulu Brew Crew? You do. Yeah, you do. That's right. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, yeah. So this, for this week, we've got some stickers. Uh, we've got another batch of stickers from Anthem Brewing out of Oklahoma City. They were super awesome and sent us some Mo stickers. Uh, we told them we gave them all away. They said, y'all want a few more? We said yes. And that results in us giving the listeners some anthem brew stickers anthem brewing stickers so fantastic ray how do, how do they get those stickers ray yeah so all you have to do is drop us a message on instagram at craft beer bucket list if you're not already a follower uh, the only prerequisite is that you drop us this message within seven days of the air date of this podcast so usually they're gone within the first couple of days but we give everyone a week for just in case uh, so free plug to our uh, our host hosting platform anchor.fm uh, they distribute you know our podcast at nine or ten other platforms and uh, sometimes there's a bit of a delay from when our podcast actually goes live on anchor before it replicates out to everybody else so uh, but we do give a solid seven days to send us a message for the free swag and i, I want to give a, a shout out to micah j mccarty who was the winner of the uh, Canadian River Brewing Company uh, T-shirt package, yeah, so, that's right. Congratulations, yeah, so yeah. Congrats, dude. Very cool. Yeah, yep. And uh, so I'll be getting that out. Uh, but well, by the time this airs, it'll have already been sent. Hopefully, uh, pictures have been posted, tagged, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yes, indeed, that was cool. So I love I, it when know, people get stuff. I love it when we have right? winners, Mike. It yeah. makes me so happy to be in a spot where. Uh, we get to facilitate giving people stuff like that. And you do most of the work with that, right? Yeah. So you, you, you know, I'm channeling my inner Oprah. Like you get a, you get a sticker and you get a sticker and you get a sticker. Heck yeah, man. So, but kudos to you, Mike is outside for, uh, for uh, supporting craft beer and a craft beer bucket list. You do great. I do. I'm, uh, you know, got to do the work. Somebody's, somebody's got to drag you along. It's so true. It's so true. But hey, Mike, you know what? I got to I gotta tell you this. You're really good at something else. You know what that is? What? Telling people what kind of beers we're going to drink tonight. <laughs> so the beers we're drinking tonight. Good segue. Good segue. Woo! Um, yeah, so the beers we're going to drink tonight. You and I are both going to try Santa Fe Adobe Igloo. It's a winter warmer. And it's, uh, I know it's late in the season, but you know, sometimes you just got to you have these on the, the list and they kind of get moved around. So 
Uh, I'm excited for this. I've been looking forward to this for a little bit. Um, so again, the Santa Fe Brewing, their Adobe Igloo Winter Warmer. And then you're going to try the old Mecklenburg Brewery Copper. It's an alt beer. And then I've got the Crawford Bach by Carbach Brewing out of Texas. So we're, we're supporting New Mexico, North Carolina, and Texas. Got a good variety there. Woo, absolutely. Yeah. Three different time zones on this episode. I love right, it. Right. So the, uh, yeah, so Santa Fe Brewing out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, the Adobe Igloo is at 6%. It's a winter warmer. And you can find them at Santa Fe Brewing if you want to check them out, which you do. You know, if you're checking them out, check them out, whatever. Anyway, I, I think uh, you should open your can of beer. Dude, I'm so ready, bro. So, so ready for this today. Do it. Do it. There you go. Solid. All right, here we go. You ready? So ready. Man. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How'd, how'd, that, yeah. How'd, how'd that go? That sounded fantastic, Mike. Oh, I needed this beer. I needed <laughs> yeah, this, this beer. is a really good beer. So uh, I'll be honest, I've had a good number of these. Um, and so I, I knew I was going to, I knew I liked this beer. I've been excited for you to try it. So I want to get, a, you know, see and, and hear your reaction to it. Um, but th- I've not to this point had a bad beer from the Santa Fe Brewing Company. And so this is just another, you know, beer on the list of ones that have just are good. Just like, mm, no problem saying that. You know, it's pretty mild for a winter warmer. Um, like the spices are a little bit uh, dialed back. Um, the, the cocoa, the, the pepperiness, um, kind of chill chills not like not like chills like it, it's just a little bit mellow i like it yeah so it's like yeah we're it, it's it, it's definitely a winter ale you know with with cocoa and chilies it's printed right on the can um, but i feel like it's dialed back a little bit for the style and for me that makes it even more enjoyable because i get the flavors i like in a winter warmer but i feel like i can drink this year round um, I can totally crush one of these uh, come summertime when it starts to warm up a bit, you know? Yeah. So I got to read what they wrote. I didn't notice it said some stuff on the side here, to be honest. Uh, so I got to read this. Adobe Igloo is beer from New Mexico with the flavor of New Mexico inside a can that's inspired by New Mexico. Like a tamale inside of enchilada concealed in a burrito. It's also the most unique spin on a winter warmer you'll have all season with subtle additions of Cocoa nibs and red chili. It's New Mexico in liquid form. <laughs> I love it. That yeah, that's got, that's that's pretty clever. I like it. I I do. That really makes me want to go and put a tamale inside an enchilada and then conceal it all in a burrito and find a way to make <laughs> it disappear in my belly hole. It's like a Mexican food turduncan. <laughs> right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Oh I mean, man. <laughs> man. I tell you what, when, when we were at the, uh, when I was a part of dreaming Creek brewery, we'd always have like a, a Thanksgiving get together where everybody 
show up late on Thanksgiving night. Um, we did, we had some games and we, everybody would bring potluck. This is, you know, pre COVID kind of thing, obviously, but, um, so anyway, uh, there's this a lady that I, I still follow on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I won't call her out, but she made a vegetarian turduncan, um, which, you know, at first you're like, this is going to be terrible. Nope. Actually it was delicious. So wow, kudos. fantastic. Her name's Lauren. I'm not going to say her last name, but she knows who she is. So it was, you know, and not, not trying to be mean. I was surprised that it was not because of her, just because of, you know, vegetarians are drunken or whatnot. Very, very yeah. well done. So hats off to her and hats off to the the idea of a vegetarian turduncan. So this is like a beer turduncan, I guess. <laughs> the tur- the turduncan yeah. of beers, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool though, and and really it is um, kind of a, a a bit of all New Mexico flavors in a can. Um, it does yeah. the the spices they use kind of remind me of a lot of food I've eaten in New Mexico. Um, it, the subtleness, it's not over the top. It's just very enjoyable, very palatable. Um, there is just a little bit of chili in here, which I like. I'm a, you know, I'm a huge fan of, yeah. of hot, spicy food. Um, or, sure. Or sometimes dialed back just a little bit here. You get just a little of the chili notes. The the cocoa is coming through just enough. It goes well with the spices here. It's just so well balanced. Uh, carbonation is on point. The color of the beer is fantastic. Uh, it's just like, man, just a very complex, well-balanced, flavorful beer. So the criti- the cri- the critical part of me, the critique Mike part of me, whatever, you know, Mike being a critic, the, the things I would say that I wish were different, whereas I wish that it had a little bit heavier body about it. So it, it does have a light or a light medium body. I mean, it's on the, it's a medium body beer. Uh, so it's lighter than what I expected really? for the, the winter warmer. And then I, I think, I, I, you know, a lot of times they over carb stuff. I think this might be a little undercarbed. Um, think so? For, for me, maybe. It just, I feel like if it had a just a, a notch up a little bit, it might kick those spices a little bit more around. Um, I don't know. That, that may not be true, but it definitely, the body, I definitely expected to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more body about it. So, but beyond that, I think it's really, really good. I, you know, uh, I like it. Yeah, so, no, I'm with you. I, I like my winter warmers that have a little bit more spice. Uh, sure. So in, if the carbonation doesn't do it, which it may or may not, you know, depending on, you know, the, it may not help it out a whole lot. So, but, so, you know what, you know, what's funny. You know, what I think is a big downfall of this beer is. What's that? The can. Can, yeah. You know, and I get, I get there's branding going on, but, um, I, you know, even when we, uh, had finalized that it was going to appear on this episode tonight, I had to really dig around for it. Cause you know, most of the cans are pretty easy to pick out in my beer fridge and th- this one, uh, it just, it, it sat back there, it just chilled. Uh, it didn't, it didn't jump out at me. Even when I f- did, f- even once I found it, I was like, Oh yeah. Hope this is all right, you know, and it's a, it's a quality beer, but the, I think the can art takes away from it a little bit. Yeah, so, I can from see being selected. So. Um, the, it's, it speaks to me in, in the fact that, uh, it looks like 
um, a Native American style blanket, yeah. which being a winter beer, it makes sense to to have a blanket. So the pattern to me very much looks like that. Um, so it fits, right? Yeah, I think it's true to the region yeah. uh, of the U.S. where it is. Um, it is a bit underwhelming overall, but I at least can see where I think they might be going with it. Sure. You know, another part of that is unless you have it turned toward the barcode, which is the barcode is usually like the back, right? But unless you have it turned around toward the barcode, you have no idea what beer it is. Yeah, that's very true. So, and Santa Fe puts out some good stuff. So, I mean, like, I mean, once you find a good, once you find Santa Fe on the shelf, you, you, you know, you're probably more than likely going to check them out a little bit more. So true. Very but true. Anyway, I guess again, what I'm saying is if I had to be critical about something, you know, there's just a few things I would pick out. Um, overall, I think it's quality beer. Um, again, we're, you know, Ray and I are drinking the Adobe Igloo. It's their winter warmer. Uh, it sits at 6%. Um, Santa Fe bring They're They're in New Mexico, right? <laughs> I think I said <laughs> yeah, that 20 Santa times. Fe's still in New Mexico. Yeah, and I, I kind of like. Of course, it is to be expected with the winter warmer, but it's very low IBU. It's only 18, mm-hmm. 18 IBU, so it's very low on the bitters. So, but overall, man, I think this is a rock solid beer. This is one I could easily enjoy year round. I know I said that already. Yeah, but how often do you find a winter warmer you'd be willing to drink in June or July? Yeah, it's true. Right. So uh, this, is, you so, know, the light, the lighter. It's, it's medium body, but the, because it's a winter warmer with a lighter body than expected. It works out yes. a little bit better. Absolutely right. So normally I wouldn't want a beer like this uh, this time of year at all. Yeah. But uh, sometimes the exceptions to the rule are what make things uh, a little more fun, you know? Yeah. So I got to ask you, what would you rate this beer? I would give this an eight. Oh. Rock yeah. solid eight. I really enjoyed yeah. this. Man, did it on my craft beer bucket list. Woo. How about that? Yeah. I was going to give it an eight as well. We agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed is better than greed. Greed. Yes, so, indeed. Uh, so when, when you think about Adobe Igloo and you think about what song you'd like to hear with it, do you have a, a song picked out for yourself? Uh, I do. And uh, it's I'm going, you know, old country again. And, uh, <laughs> I am. It's just what pops in my head, man. Sure. But uh, sure. the song Amarillo by Morning by George oh, Strait. By the King of Texas. A, yeah, man. So uh, I, I know I, I go through Amarillo on my way to Albuquerque, right? I've made that trip many times on I-40 uh, in my yeah. life. But yeah. there, there, for me, there's this reminds me of a, a chilly morning, just the winter warmer, the blanket on it, and uh, just that drive across 40, man, when you leave Texas and you know, you go through Tucumcari and uh, you just go across, you know, uh, over to I-27 before you cut up north into Santa Fe. You know, you're in the mountains. I just think of a chilly morning. You know, yeah. just going through Amarillo and that song pops in my head because I always play it. Every time I go through Amarillo, I put on that MP3. It's just kind of a requirement on a road trip for me. Yeah. And uh, this this beard kind of takes me to that. Sure. It's a good song. I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of good George Strait songs. So there are many of them. Yeah. I used to. Oh, heck. What was that? Um, there's two kings of Texas. Ernest Tubb and George Strait or something like that. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So you've got George Strait, Amarillo by morning. You know, what's funny is uh, I don't know why this popped into my head. Uh, the REM song, Stand in the Place Where You Live. 
You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'd stand in the, in place, the place where, where you, you are. Live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's a great song. <laughs> that's what popped into my head. So, I'm going to go with that. R.E.M. Stay hey, in works. the place where you live. Yeah. So, I, I think the it may be just called Stand. I don't know, but whatever. Uh, I'm a casual R.E.M. fan, meaning that's about it. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, and that song was actually, oh, heck, there was a show that that song. Oh, did you ever see that? It's a sitcom in like the, the early 90s called Get a Life. You know what I'm talking about? So the R.E.M. song, Stand in the Place Relive, is the like the intro song to that or was the intro song to that. That kind of so. sounds familiar. I bet if I Googled it and saw some pictures, I would be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, it, it, it ran for a few seasons and... Uh, Oh, I don't know. It may have ran for longer than that, I guess. But it was the early '90s. I just remember it like um, when did the Drew Carey show come out? Like when him living oh, wow. in uh, Cleveland, right? The right. Cleveland Rock song. So you know, I just you know, I kind of think of that. Yeah. So I mean, I think of these two kind of the same. Like you know, Cleveland Rocks theme song, and then they have "Stand in a Place Where You Live" theme song. So anyway, that's what I'm gonna do. But very any, good. Any, yeah. Anyway, so. You gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Uh, the Santa Fe Adobe Igloo, the winter warmer, goes on a craft beer bucket list. Um, whether you're listening to Amarillo by Morning uh, by George Strait or Stay in a Place Where You Live by R.E.M., it's a good quality beer. Uh, we're going to take a break, but after the break, we're going to come back, and you're going to have the old Mecklenburg Copper, and I'm going to have the Carbach Crawford Bach right after this. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, Give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. And welcome back. So we're just going to dive right into this. I have got the Copper Alt Beer from Old Mecklenburg Brewery out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And again, Mike has got Carbach Brewing Company's Crawford Bach. And this can looks like it is hardcore repping the Houston Astros. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, somewhere I read that uh, a portion of the sales from the beer goes toward the Astros Foundation. And I'll be complete transparency. Um, I don't know exactly what their mission is, uh, the, the Houston Astros Foundation. But, uh, you know, I like the fact that, you know, most of these foundations are formed to be a vehicle by which to do good things in the communities and whatnot. So. I'm happy for that. And I'm, yeah, it's like the hard, it's old school Houston Astros uh, design on the can. Um, I'm guessing uh, Crawford refers to the Crawford Ranch, the, you know, former president uh, who owned that. So, anyway. So they, they do a lot of stuff, Mike. I didn't know either. Yeah. I had to Google it. Oh, uh, yeah. But so they are an official, yeah, they're an official 501c3 uh, team charity for the Houston Astros. 
and uh, they look, they do a lot of things, actually. Um, they, they do a lot of stuff with youth sports and education programs. Now, they do a lot to uh, honor our military veterans. Um, they help families out with uh, childhood cancer. Uh, they also help folks out that are uh, victims of domestic abuse. They work on domestic violence awareness. And uh, also, they have some stuff that goes to help uh, in homelessness. So very multifaceted. Sounds like they do a lot of great things uh, inside the city of Houston. And I am awesome. all about supporting programs like that. So that's that's pretty badass that the Astros do that and that the Carbach Brewing Company has partnered with them uh, to do something special as well. So hats off to everybody involved there. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, and then, uh, you know, we actually visited. So first of all, let's open our beers. We can, we can chat while we're drinking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm going to crack this open right now. Yeah, do it. Oh, that's really good. Boom. That's better than the last one. Here we go. How'd that sound? That sounded amazing as always. Yeah, yeah. You're, you have a knack for that. Boom, 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 boom. Years of practice, sir. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, so, so we talked mm. about the... Uh, you know, old Mecklenburg, we actually went there, you know, you and I visited yes. North Carolina. Uh, we did a couple of, um, live recordings at uh, Birdsong, bird song and where else did we go? No, no, Noda. Noda. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, anyway, so we hit a couple other establishments while we were there, old Mecklenburg being one. Um, and yep. we had some good food. We had some great beer. Um, it was a good time. It was kind of like that, um, you know, that, that German kind of style, uh, restaurant feel about the, you know, the beer garden kind of feel. So, uh, yeah, old Mecklenburg, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, and yours is what? Four point something percent, 4.9, 5%. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's a 4.9% ABV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely more bitter than the last beer. It's uh, this one's coming in at 29 IBUs. So it's still not a very bitter beer overall. Um, but dude, this is, if you want to just take a classic, you know, in, in my opinion, German style beer, um, this is, this is a great go-to man. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely uh, the the copper is it's OMB's flagship, right? This is their flagship beer. Um, it's a Dusseldorf style all beer. Yeah, um, it's very smooth, uh, nice balanced finish, and uh, they call it a. Uh, I'm doing the little quote symbols in the air. A hybrid beer, uh, although it's technically an ale, um, it's lagered. Okay. Yeah. So they, they store it on yeast, you know, uh, at really cold temperatures, uh, which is yeah. fantastic. And that just kind of adds something to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gives us, uh, gives us a, like a locker with more, a little bit more body flavor kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. So very, so very I, I'm rich. sure. Did, did we try this beer while we were there? We did. So we both got flights of beer while we were there and each of us got different beers. So we got to, so we had eight different beers, you know, while we were there. And yeah. uh, I don't think there was one that we didn't like out of that pair, yeah. out of that grouping. I almost said pairing, not a pairing, but out of the group there. Yeah, I, I I remember having a flight there, and I remember having a great time. I don't remember specifically the beers, uh, unfortunately. But you know, let's be honest. This was also like we had done two podcast recordings earlier in the day, and we had hit yeah a cidery there. In that little area, and there's another brewery yep. in that area, and then Old Mecklenburg. 
So that was like our fifth stop. <laughs> that day, yeah. I remember yeah. in the in the two days we were there, we visited, I yeah. think, nine breweries. Yeah. And uh, that's a lot to do in a short amount of time, but we, we yeah. got it done. Tore it up, man. No, yeah. but I, you know, I, I had a really good time there and the people, the service is, that, that's what I was going to bring up mm. is the service was tremendous. Um, yes. Our server, uh, you know, as far as the bartender was good. And then we, when we sit down we had a server at the table was really good. So uh, kudos yeah. to uh, OMB there. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm drinking the Carbox Crawford Bach. And I would say this is um, for people uh, in the, in the know of Texas beer, um, or, you know, Shiner box widely distributed at this point. Like this is, this is like Shiner box, little brother is what I would call it. It's I think it's got some similar, uh, notes to it. Um, but it's a little bit lighter body to me. And it, the flavor is a little bit more mild and a little bit better balanced. I like Shiner Bach, but I kind of like this one better. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, you, 20 years ago, Mike, Scheinerbach was uh, one of our staple beers. We drank a lot of that I together. I just bought, so uh, I've got there the, the sea salt lime that you tried. Yes. That you had yep. in one of your posts. Uh, I saw yeah. that and snagged a 12-pack because um, you had good things to say about it. And then I got their Heat Wave uh, Multi 12-pack, their variety pack. Oh, so right I, I, You know, I... Shiner still has a great big place in my heart and uh, I will forever love Shiner Bach as well. I'm oh, just yeah. saying, I, I'm just saying this is a really good beer. Um, I would compare it to Shiner Bach in some ways. Um, you know, I, I think it's got some very uh, similar tasting notes. Um, you know, like I think that the thing about Shiner Bach, the, the downfall I think for Shiner Bach to me is it, it, when I drink it, I, it's got, it's like too much, uh, bread. Does that make sense? It's like the, it like does. the, the maltiness bread. is a little bit too much. And then the, the too much bread. I okay. can't drink Shiner Bach in the summer. Oh, it's just too much for me. My stomach is not like if I'm outside working, it's not going to be a Shiner Bach that I pick up now come fall when things are a little bit more chill. My fridge has plenty of them. But now sure. I've got a competitor. So Carbuck yeah. Brewing, k- kudos to you. Uh, the Crawford Bach is uh, now competing for some fridge space. Uh, as far as the Bach world goes, I like my I like my Bach beers. Um. So anyway, so it, it, you know it's 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 got some bready flavors. It's got some some malty flavors. It's it's light. It's a little bit bitter. Um. The, it's got you know as far as body, it's a it's a medium bodied. Um, beer um the carbonation's on point so overall it's just a well done beer so um you know i think it's pretty good i think it's really good outstanding yeah and it's it's 4.5 percent so you know definitely easy to drink i'm assuming very crushable i I imagine so this being a a beer that's partnered with the houston astros uh, do you feel like this would be a good you know ball game beer Grab some peanuts and hot dogs and slam some beers while you're watching the game. Dude, well, absolutely. I think, um, you, you know, when you're at the Houston Astros or wherever, um, this is the beer you go to while you get the hot dog. You can, uh, now I don't know, you know, some of the breweries are going out just serving cans, but some of them still serve in the plastic cups and pass it down, you know. 
Right. Either way, this would be killer. Um, I'll tell you something this does make, you know, I love watching live baseball. I do not particularly care to watch it on TV, to be honest. Yeah, same. It's so but, much, so, so much better when you're there at the stadium um, or at the dome, in this case, a dome, right? No. And uh, watching the game. But no, I, I think it's, I think this is a, um, it's really good. That's all I'll say. Excellent. So, yeah. so what kind of rating would you give it, Mike? I'm going to give this one an eight out of 10. Right on. Um, I think it's really good. What about you? What would you give that uh, copper? Yeah, so we're going to echo each other again, Mike. I'm going to give this a solid 8 out of 10. Okay. So, I mean, an alt beer is not something I go to all the time. Now, every once in a while, I want something a little more traditional, a little old school. Some of those kind of just like, ah, you know, big German flavors. Uh, but this, to me, is a solid go-to. Uh, it speaks well to the style. Um, I like that this is in a, a 16 ounce can, so it's a little bit bigger. Fits my monster paw quite well compared to a traditional, you know, beer can. So I definitely enjoy that. Um, I like the can art on this a lot too, man. I, I love black cans that have uh, stuff that just pops off of it. And so we got the old Mecklenburg, you know, uh, logo on it. Um, it's got the yeah. beer hops kind of laced across the bottom. And then copper, the name of the beer is just right there in yellow letters. Just lets you know exactly what you're drinking. You know exactly where it comes from. It's simple and cool, but you know exactly what it is. Yeah. So you're going to give it an 8 out of 10. That's a good rating. 8 out of 10. Absolutely. This belongs on uh, my craft beer bucket list. What uh, what old school country song are you going to pair with it? Um, You know, I don't know that I was going to go <laughs> old school country with this, Mike. I was just giving you our time because that's what you've been on a roll oh, with. Okay. Yeah, I know lately, man, a lot of old school country's been popping in my head. Yeah, so uh, so if it's not old school country, what shall it be, sir? This one kind of makes me think like something a little more heavy metal, dude. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's normally my my go-to genre, something a little more a little more like rah. Um sure. So I'm thinking a, a song by Chevelle. Um, Chevelle, okay. Chevelle, yeah. And the song I'm thinking of is uh, called "The Clincher." Oh yeah, I have no idea what this is. So, all right. Yeah. So this uh, Google Google this up. You should. So it's a it's a fantastic song. It was even on a, I want to say the Madden. Oh, the what year was that? Let's see here. I want to say 2003, maybe 2004. So the clincher um, is about somebody going down the highway and needing to go to the bathroom? Uh, no, not at all, actually. Got to um, clinch those is... things and be like, where's the bathroom at? <laughs> no, the, the song is, oddly enough, about um, a guy dealing with claustrophobia. Um, okay. That's what the, the song is about. Um, but, yeah, it was good enough. It made it to a Madden uh, soundtrack. You know, it was one of their, their biggest hits. And a great song. Those for me, it's just like, you know, one of those, just like, ah, you know, headbanging songs. Sure. And for me, this yeah. type of beer just makes me think rock and roll, dude. And just want to just like, Ugh. that's how I feel about it. Kill it. Yeah. Well, um, with the Crawford Bach, I'm going to go a little bit old school, independent country music from Texas. We're going to go Gary P. Nunn. What I like about Texas. You heard this? I don't think so. If I Ask have, me I don't what I like about Texas. Tell you it's the wide open spaces. 
It's everything between the Sabine and the Rio Grande. Never heard that. Uh, not until just now. Oh man, golly, that, that's a quality song. So anyway, I have to. Do you know what it reminds me of, Mike? Crawford Bach. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he no the chicken wing. Oh my gosh, that's the best. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, because I never heard either one of those until you brought them. <laughs> so, so Gary, you know, you know, like they got the the Texas country music, the Red Dirt country. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so Gary P. Nunn's an independent, what I call an independent country artist from a while back, a little bit older. Right on. Yeah. So and you know there's there's other songs that he sings. Uh, he sings another one. That says you know, think I'll go to Mexico, Guatemala. I don't know. So there's some other catchy songs like that. Anyway, I you know I'll I'll let it be. I'll send you a, a YouTube link like I usually do with these songs. Okay. Every time. You should do it. So uh, I, I know that we're uh, getting close to time here, so I'm going to wrap it up. Um, so we each had the Santa Fe uh, Adobe Igloo, uh, the winter warmer. You gave it an 8 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. You're going to listen to George Street Amarillo by Morning. High quality pick there, Ray. Thanks. I'm going to listen to REM's Stand in a Place Where You Live. 8 out of 8, or 8 and an 8. Sorry, get my merds mixed up. Um, that, that both, both of those earn, both of our <laughs> scores get it a place on the craft beer bucket list. And then, uh, you drank the copper by old Mecklenburg Brewing. brewing. Uh, you gave an eight out of 10 as well. Paired it with Chevelle, the clincher. So I'm gonna have to look that up. And then I had Carbox Crawford Bach, uh, also gave it an eight out of 10. Uh, I paired it with Gary P. Nunn's What I Like About Texas. That's all straight eights across the board. That's impressive. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the first time that's ever happened where we gave all three beers the same rating. Yeah. So Craft Beer Bucket List first. Yeah. So all three beers going on Craft Beer Bucket List. Uh, these, these are high quality beers. So congratulations, folks. You are listening to yet another solid lineup. So solid. Ray, that's all I got, bud. I'll let you take it out. Absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for checking out another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. When you're not driving, pull over, bust out that cell phone, take a look at the social medias and the websites for the breweries that we highlighted tonight. Also, while you're on social media, just hang out in the parking lot for a while. Just do whatever. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to tag us in your beer selfies because beer selfies are hot. There's another random Instagram shout out, another page that we follow. And uh, they, I, I think, I don't know if they follow us or not, but anyway, we follow them. They get a lot of great, you know, beer influencers taking photos on there and a lot of other just beer lovers. I love that. Anyway, I'll stop rambling on that. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. If you want those stickers, drop us a DM and uh, let us know you want stickers from Anthem Brewing. If you're listening to us on Apple, give us that five-star rating. Go ahead and leave us some comments on whether we're doing good or if we're doing better because we don't do a bad job at all and uh <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll leave it there I'll, enough patting ourselves on the back so please 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 don't drink and drive but do drink local and we'll see y'all on the next episode of craft beer bucket list adios amigos meow
Crap Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.